I like surrounding myself with those people because it's easy to be negative. There's a hundred ways to usually succeed. It's easy to sit there and be fearful that it's going to fail. I spend time on the things that I can foresee that go through. Generally speaking, as a person, need to find a couple of things that entertain you. After a decade of leading teams in the tech industry, mentoring and developing people, observing professionals go through various stages in their career growth, having lived through a few burnouts personally, and seen others feeling empty and unfulfilled despite professional success, I'm curious to interview some of the most happy and fulfilled people in the tech world that I have met over the years to learn about what it is that drives their sense of joy and happiness. My name is Kirilla Bajer and this is Happy Tech, podcast about how to be happy in the tech industry. Today I am speaking with John Peterson, founder and CEO of LifeBase Solutions, a tech company which simplifies nutrition and enables coaches to help people achieve their best body composition. I met John over five years ago and we've developed a good friendship and I've always admired his positivity and peaceful perspective no matter what the situation is. With that, let's start. Hey John, thank you for your time and willingness to share your thoughts on this topic. I'm excited to have this conversation and learn about what it is that makes you happy in what you do and find out how do you work through the ups and downs in your work and life in general. So tell me in general about your positive perspective on work and life. How do you find your personal balance? You're asking me things that I always study, psychology, right? Yes. And how do you... Because everybody has ups and downs, Yes. right? You, you experience it, but think about what you do that I'm always so impressed with you that you're very positive. And so I like surrounding myself with those people because it's easy to be negative, mm-hmm. right? It's always, there's, there's a hundred ways um, to usually succeed, right? I always call it my seven pathways to success. You have to be flexible enough to go look. There's seven ways I can make this thing work. Mm-hmm. And if I can identify seven ways in which the software could potentially go and make money, this way gets shut down, no problem. This way, this way. You know, you never know which one's going to be the boom, right? That yes. goes, wow. It's easy to sit there and be fearful that it's going to fail. Well, there's just one thing with failing, right? It's just fear of failure. There's not seven pathways to failure. It's <laughs> you're going to fail. Right. So I don't spend any time on that. I spend time on the things that I can foresee that go through and the balance that you talk about that, like, to be honest with you, I literally look at certain things that I do because I can get really focused and just work. Mm -hmm. Like I could literally sit down in my office and work 17 hours a day, never go home, just go sleep, come back and work. Right. Yes. And I'm perfectly content to do that. Yes. I, and I have, to, I have to guard against that, right? That I got to rip myself away. So whatever it may be, you have your drums. Yes. Right? Obviously, we have kids and family, but I'm trying to leave that out because that's kind of a no one for everybody. Mm-hmm. But you, generally speaking, as a person, need to find a couple of things that entertain you 
Maybe it's reading a book. Maybe it's learning a foreign language, which has always been on my bucket list. For me, it's the stock market, right? Mm. I, you know, I got on to COVID. I was fascinated with the stats of COVID. So, right. And so every day I try to spend a little bit of time reviewing that stuff. I don't, you know, I don't spend a lot of time on it. For some people, it's politics. You mm. know, to me, that's a drag down to crap, but some people thrive on it and love it, uh, find it fascinating. Some people, it's history. Some people, it's running, working out, eating right. I think when you get into especially a corporate environment where you go right and you do your job, you become complacent because you become good at your job. There's nothing new necessarily. Yes, things change, but at the end of the day, it's basically the same thing. Yes. And so that becomes monotonous to people, mm -hmm. which is why I like having so many irons in the fire from different people that I deal with. Mm -hmm. You know, even just look at my client base. I deal with individual users. I deal with my employees. I deal with a chiropractor that goes holistic. I deal with a pharmacist. I deal with a gym owner that, you know, thinks lifting weights is the only lifestyle. Mm -hmm. um, I deal with the high schools and you got your own set of challenges. And I like that variety. It keeps you fresh, number one, and you're not doing the same thing. You know, I don't, I'm probably not a good one to say I'm well-rounded or balanced because I'm probably not. That's what, I, that's what I left my corporate job is because I knew I wasn't. Mm -hmm. Literally, that's, you know, you call it a midlife crisis, but I was just like, my three-year-old, I don't even know him. Mm -hmm. <laughs> you know, I come home on Friday night, decompress on Saturday, and by Sunday at two o'clock, I needed to start focusing on what I had to start doing the next week, right? Stress. I, yeah. you know, he was such a mama's boy that I was like, God, he doesn't even like me. <laughs> you know, he didn't, when he walked around, and was ready to be held. He didn't come to me. You know, it was like, I was never around. So it was kind of one of those things where I was kind of like, wow, I can see it happening. And I'm like, you don't have any fulfillment, Yeah, but everybody's different in your corporate guys that are thirties and they're starting to do well. And, you know, they have a good life, right? Seemingly have a good life. Most people find satisfaction in doing something that makes others feel good, mm -hmm. right? I feel better when I think about it with your kids, right? Mm -hmm. You innately give them things and do things for them because you want them to feel good about themselves and be happy. Their happiness becomes your happiness. Mm-hmm. And that's no different than any people. It's why do I like the nutrition planning? As much as it's a pain in the butt with people, <laughs> those people that are satisfied and they get it and they start doing well and they feel better about themselves, it is an uncanny feeling that you get that like, wow, I helped them do this. Mm -hmm. it's, it's almost corny hmm. because you feel proud of them, happy for them. You know, they put a smile on your face because you can see that they're like bright face. You know, they're happy. They're, wow, I feel so much better. Yes. And I always felt kind of weird about that, that I took satisfaction in that because I never really thought I cared about anybody else. <laughs> you know, <laughs> like, I don't care what they do. Do it or don't do it. It doesn't matter to me. But you do. 
you know, mm-hmm. it's very gratifying. So how do you avoid burnout? Because so with as much as you work and you work nonstop and you don't go on vacations as, as far as I know, um, and, 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 and you almost don't have weekends and stuff. And when you work, you work like early morning, morning, you're, you're on calls, uh, from 7 AM and you end your night days often very late at night. Right. So how do you avoid burnout? How, how do you not get to a point where you're like, okay, I'm so sick of it. I'm, I'm done. I, I just need a week, you know, off everything and stuff like that. You know, those times come, I burn out, you know, I'm not, I'm burned out right now to not go back to the store. Right. Because I have so much stuff I want to get done on my other pieces. And this is usually my day to do it that I'm mm-hmm. like dreading it. Um, I, I don't have an answer other than this. I'm driven by the fact that I have people that invested money. Mm-hmm. I know for a fact that any good software system is going to take you five years to build, right? Mm-hmm. We're, we're software, we're basically software as a service. Mm-hmm. And so for me, I always have to have an endpoint. Mm-hmm. That's why I like painting houses. It's done, <laughs> right? In corporate, in corporate, the biggest downfall that I had was nobody had a responsibility to actually complete anything. Mm. You would start a project and say, this is a six-month project. The project never ended. Mm. Just get extended and it would go and it would go. And, you'd, you know, it's like, Really? just because we get paychecks, right? And we could play on the internet for three hours. We'd still get paychecks. Mm -hmm. It was just like, man, don't you want to accomplish something? Yeah. And so that's why I think having task lists and things like that, you know, I write down my stuff I got to get done. Mm -hmm. Well, I always feel better and I'm in a better mood and I can shut down if my task list for that day is done. Mm hmm. You know, I checked it off. I go, I got a lot done today. So at yes. 7 o'clock, if I'm coming home, I'm good with my kid and my wife. And, you know, I'm, like, entertained by what they're saying and I care. Mm-hmm. But if I don't have all my stuff done, my mind's still back there. Mm. Yeah. So I like to focus to get certain things accomplished. And obviously that doesn't work every day, right? Because you have a list and that list changes during the day. Absolutely. And you're like, oh, God. But... I don't have the easy answer for you because everybody's going to be different. But I think you're asking the right questions. How does your stress level affect your your fulfillment, your your happiness? Because you, you, I mean, apart from working a lot, you also are always constantly under a lot of pressure. So how does that affect it? Well, I think, to be honest with you, I think probably my faith um, and my ability to put things into perspective time-wise. Mm-hmm. Um, if you really think about, think about it, think of all the things that you've ever stressed over. Mm-hmm. Like even a kid, right? Oh, I had a girlfriend and man, I wonder if she's going to like me and I'm stressed over this and I have this girlfriend when I'm 17. Mm-hmm. At the time it becomes, you think of it as the most important thing in the world. And the world will come to an end. Yes. And so mentally, I've always conditioned myself when I start feeling stress is I'm like, listen, it's going to pass mm-hmm. and you won't even remember what you were stressing about. Mm-hmm. So take a deep breath and start making notes about what it is you got to accomplish to get rid of that stress and what's going to alleviate it and get a game plan for it. 
Um, and a lot of that, I think, just comes from my faith that I'm like, listen, God's only put us on here for an average male 75 years, right? Mm-hmm. And people laugh at me when I say this, but I fight with my wife about this all the time. I'm like, man, we are here a short time. I feel like I'm younger than you, right? <laughs> you look at me and think I'm old, but my mind is back to like, what? I'm not old. Yeah. My body's getting old, Yeah, but my mind still feels like I'm just a young kid. Like I'm not being passed up by anything. I'm a young kid. I don't, that doesn't, right? Mentally, you're like, whoa. Now, sometimes you hear, see things, and you're like, wow, I'm getting old because that doesn't resonate with me. Yeah. So I always say, I'm like, statistically, I have less than a thousand weekends left in my life. Yes. Yeah. I am not going to ruin a weekend, right? I'm not going to fight. If you want to fight with me and you're pissy about something, pick a different day. Right. That's yeah. what I'll tell my wife. It doesn't very work very well, by the way, but I do say that to her all the time. And I'm like, in the grand scheme of things, this little time is just a fraction of time that I'm stressing over something. And I've got to do things to just solve it because a year from now, I won't even remember that I was stressing over it. So I'm exactly. very even keeled about those kind of things. Sometimes my wife will say, I don't have a heart or I don't have a pulse or I don't have a care, you know? And I'm like, no, I I don't. I try not to get too high or too low, you know? And that's a conditioning thing. And if I'm getting too low, right, I got to go focus on things that make me happy. And sometimes I don't even know what that is, right? Sometimes I'm like, whoa. So, and you know, like, for, for example, I haven't been able to work out. Mm-hmm. I've been going nonstop because we're in a supplement crunch and we can't get products made and I have nothing in my store. And I'm like, I'm going to go out of business. Wow. Stress, right? Yeah. yeah. And so I've been dealing with that. Well, I know right now that when you go eight days without working out, now I'm like at the mode where I'm like, God, I'm too tired. I don't want to go work out. I know I just got to force myself to go down there because as soon as I get it done and the endorphins flow, Number one, I'll be back on track quickly. And number two, all of those things seem to become clearer to me that they're not that big a deal. Okay, this is what I'm up against. This is what I can do to mitigate it. Right? I start to get better. So you kind of got to force yourself to go do something. Kind of like you, like when you told me you're going to drummer camp, right? Yeah. I'm sitting there going, man, I am so jealous. Not that I want to drum. I mean, I would, but I'd suck, so I'd never learn it. But I was jealous because you run a much bigger company than I've ever done. And yet, and you're busy all the time, right? You could work 24 by 7 and still never feel like you're Exactly, yes, yeah. And you stinking went and did something that is dear to you that you enjoy and took the time to say, no, 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 everything's okay, right? The mere fact that you missed a few days... The world didn't come to an end. The building's still there. The clients are still there. It's still there. And I'm sitting there going, man, I got to be more like Kareel. I just got to go sometimes. That's what I did for Christmas. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, you did. The only reason I, only reason, and I fought it, but then I started thinking it. And what caused me to say yes and finally quit fighting it was your drumming. Huh, really? Literally, that's what I thought of. Oh, wow. I'm like, if freaking Kareel can go to Germany and 
go to band camp for four days <laughs> and in the middle of running a business like that, I can certainly go over Christmas, take my kid golfing, give him a good time and unplug for a while. Hey, I'm, I'm, you know, really glad to hear that I was finally a, a good example to you in at least something. You're a great example for me, actually. <laughs> you'd be you'd be surprised at how many times I compare to what would Kirill do. Oh, good. Well, then maybe we should hang out more. Yeah. Well, <laughs> I'm just I'm just saying. I, I I always like your positivity. You don't have negative things to say. Hey, thanks for listening to this episode. I hope it was useful for you. If you thought of someone who you think might need to hear some of this stuff, I encourage you to share this episode with them. Again, thanks for listening. And if you want to hear more fresh perspectives from other people, leave me a comment or send a feedback note. And I'll keep recording this and share what I learned from others. Have a terrific day.